I want to give a little preface to this episode. My brother Vaughn grew up in the church and was active for many years. But 30 years ago, he lost his faith and stopped attending church. For the past year, he has experienced a true change of heart and has returned to full activity. One of the greatest blessings of my life has been to witness his return. So many factors, so many factors played a part in his return. In many ways, he reflects the story of the prodigal son. One day, he came to himself and began praying again, attending church again, reading the scriptures again. Everything he had once experienced came back into his life, but I would say it came back in a whole new way, in a stronger way, in a more solid, converted way. One of the families that played a role in his return has been the Long family, who lives just a few houses down the street from him. In today's episode, I interview Brett Long, who has had his own struggles in life, not with his faith, but with his physical health. His story shows how relationships matter. My brother Vaughn was a strength to Brett when he was a young man, and now Brett has been a strength to Vaughn during his return to the church. Again, it's so much like Luke 15 and the prodigal son. Okay, um, welcome to Filled with His Love. Uh, today we're here with Brett Long, who I just barely met. I'm actually in the Long home, and I'm talking with Brett right now, and he had something happen to him, or he had an event in his life that happened a long time ago. How many years ago now? Um, 55, 14, so... Yeah, so you're 55 now? Yeah. So, 41 years ago, is that Yeah. Is that so. right? 42 years? Yeah, so this happened a long time ago, but when he was 14, a young man... Um, tell us what happened. Uh, well, it was a thing among us young men at the time. We would take our parents' cars out for joy rides. Yeah. And... Everybody was doing it, and my parents, it was Mother's Day weekend. My parents were in Idaho, and I woke up Sunday morning and decided to take my parents' car for a joyride. And at went, age 14. At age 14, <laughs> because that makes perfect sense. <laughs> right. And so I, my, it was a Pontiac, an old Pontiac station wagon, the kind with the wood trim down the sides. Yeah. And my brother had used it the night before, and his motorcycle was on the back bumper. And I took it up the up the street, um, and turned and went up the hill from my house. So I was working my way uphill. Yeah. And I turned around, and I was coming back down. And then down at the bottom of this hill, you had to turn right or you had to turn left. And yeah. I couldn't decide which way to turn. <laughs> This and, is not good. <laughs> and at the bottom of the corner was the street signs, and then it went into Vaughn's neighbor's front yard. And I come down off of there and couldn't decide which way to turn, and I ended up on those street signs because I couldn't make a decision. You mean just right on the street signs? I, I ran them right over and stopped on top of them. So you ran over the street signs. And, and I was and, in this person's front yard. Oh, boy. And so I put it – I was starting to panic – and I think I got to get out of here before anybody sees me. So I threw it in reverse and tried to back up. And the signs wedged up under the car and I couldn't back up anymore. Oh. And so I started rocking the car back and forth, trying to get it off these signs so I can get out of there. And 
and disappear. And I shot off the signs forward and I was headed right towards this house, right across their front yard. And at this point, I'm panicking. Now, is and, this the house next to my brother Vaughn? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. The okay. Wells. Okay. The Wells house next to my brother Vaughn. Yes. Okay. And, and so I just had it floored and I, <laughs> I never took my foot off the gas. And I spun through their front yard and just wiped out all their rose bushes. And Vaughn will tell you they spent the, that whole Saturday, the day before, planting all these rose bushes. <laughs> it was like $70 worth of rose bushes back in what? the early 80s. So you wiped those out? <laughs> wiped those out. I took out Vaughn's mailbox, and I was going straight across the road. Yeah. And I was headed towards another mailbox, and I thought, there is no way I'm going to hit another mailbox. <laughs> And mind you, the car's still floored. <laughs> and, and so, so you're I, moving pretty fast. And so I turned left to miss that mailbox, and the whole car just kind of spun a U, spun a 90 degree turn, and I went right up Vaughn's driveway and into his garage. <laughs> the problem being is the garage door was closed, and both cars were in the garage. <laughs> now, to understand the severity of this, you could, Vaughn had this brown car he loved. Yeah. And whenever we'd go on scout trips, if somebody put their bag, their lunch bag or backpack or anything on that car, Vaughn just... They were in trouble. <laughs> let us know in no uncertain terms that that is not acceptable. Yeah. But the, the whole garage door landed on top of this car. Oh, boy. Just rolled it up like a burrito almost. <laughs> and the the other car is the one I hit more squarely and I pushed it out the back of the garage. Wow. And the problem being is it's an eight foot drop out of the back of the garage. Wow. So the garage is up and and it goes down right after you get yeah. up. Yeah. So your car, did your car go out? My or? car did not go out. I stopped in the garage. But his car went out. His huh? car went out. Totally, huh? It was hanging on oh. the edge of the garage and it was suspended in air, and somehow a board had gotten wedged up under the front end in the wheel well. And so it was, you could walk under and change the oil. <laughs> it was just suspended in midair like that. <laughs> the rear end sitting in the garage and the front end hanging out over this edge, and it was more than halfway out. So yeah. it would have fallen if that board hadn't wedged up under it. And your car was finally stopped. For a second. Yeah. At which point panic had clearly overtaken me. Yeah. I threw. I thought, man, I've got to get out of here. This is. I, this is. I'm done with life. This is it. Yeah. And I threw the car in reverse, and flew out of that garage. And in my 14 year old brain, I had made plans to, um, not have to face my consequences. I think uh, it's the best way to say it. You wanted to escape. Yes. Yeah. And when I. Finished backing out of the garage. I would put the car in reverse, and and Vaughn's neighbor John had reached reached in the window, and he says that's enough or something like that. He flipped off the car keys, threw the car keys out of the car, oh. and grabbed me and pulled me out of the car. Wow! And I don't know if the door was open or not. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I, I I joke around and say Vaughn saved me from getting beat up, <laughs> but I think there's more truth to that than I even realize. <laughs> But I remember Vaughn coming out and getting everybody off of me. 
Yeah. Because I mean, the, the neighbors were all gathered around there yelling at me and, and, and Vaughn's neighbor had a hold of me by my shirt collar, I think. And, yeah. And, and Vaughn told him to leave me alone. They threw me over to Vaughn and said, well, you deal with it. <laughs> and Vaughn took me in the house. I just broke down and started bawling. Huh. And Vaughn's wife, Becky, just grabbed me, wrapped me in her arms and just let me cry the whole time I cried. Huh. Just one of the kindest things of compassion I've ever known in my life. Huh. And, and, um, it turned out I took out like three or four feet of brick. Yeah. And just yeah. really did a number on their house. And the home, my home teacher at the time came. And when the cops were done with me, he took me to church and <laughs> Vaughn did. No, my home oh. teacher did. Oh, your home teacher did. Okay. And he, well, he brought me home, had me change my clothes, and he stayed with me the whole time. He would not go away from me. Yeah. And he took me to church, took me into my young men's class, and he told my young man's leader, he said, you do not let Brett leave your sight. Huh. You keep him with you. And I think he kind of had an idea what I was thinking. Yeah. And. What were you thinking? I was going to go kill myself. Really? I was going to drive my car up to the B, what was left of it, and I was going to drive it off a cliff. Up to the B? Up above Bountiful. Oh, the B on the mountain mm -hmm. for Bountiful. You're going to drive it up there and drive it off the cliff and end everything. I just kind of thought that was my yeah only choice at this point because my dad was going to kill me. Yeah. You felt so guilty for what you'd done? Was that it? I don't know if, I don't know if it was guilt or... Just fear. Fear and desperation. Having to answer for all this. And, yeah. And uh, and why do you think Vaughn and Becky reacted the way they did as opposed to some of the others? I think because they loved me. Oh. Uh, I think that was the difference. You'd had quite a bit of contact with them before. Vaughn was my young men's leader. Ah, uh, he was your young men's leader. And we all loved Vaughn. He yeah. was the best young men's leader we ever had, we thought. I mean, we had good ones, and I'm not criticizing <laughs> right, the other one. Right. But Vaughn drove 90 miles an hour down a dirt road and <laughs> and did cool stuff like that. <laughs> you know. So so when it came time to go he, on a He taught you how to drive, is it? <laughs> yeah. When it came time to, to go on camp outs or go do things with young men's, we all wanted to ride with Vaughn. Yeah. He listened to good music and he drove fast and everything a kid could want. <laughs> So now let's fast forward a little bit to when my brother Vaughn became active in the church again, because this was a long time when he was not active, right? Yes. And I don't know the whole story, but it seems like uh, your parents heard that he was coming back, and they must have told you, I don't know, that he was coming back to church for the first time, and yes. you wanted to be with him. Was that... Do I have yeah, that they, story? They told me, they, they said, my mom, I think it was, that told me that she had bumped into Vaughn, and Vaughn said, I'm going to come to church. Yeah. And uh, and I can't remember, remember if he said, if they were going to sit together. Yeah. And I told my mom, I said, if Vaughn's coming, I'm going to come and sit next to him. <laughs> and so. And you were not in the same ward at the time. No, we were not. Yeah. And he. 
I walked into the building and there was Vaughn sitting next to my parents and I sidled up next to Vaughn and put my arm around him and told him it was good to see him. Great. It's kind of like, welcome back, huh? Yeah. Yeah. This is the first part of my conversation with Brett and my brother Vaughn. I think it shows just how important friendships, fellowshipping, and closeness of relationships play a part in someone's return to faith.